Hi, and welcome to Public Hearing. I'm Trice Brown. I'm Caroline Craig. And we are here with our bi-weekly coverage of Auburn City Council. Uh, so, Caroline, you were there as always. What, in general, did they talk about in this meeting? Um, so, they talked about the um, Indian Pines public golf course and how they're going to be doing some renovations there. Um, and they also talked about some the soccer complex and some of the construction materials that they're going to be testing with the independent contractor. Also, they mentioned that they were going to be um, changing their city council time meeting for the next round that they have um, in November. Okay. Uh, well, we'll be right back to discuss that in a moment. Hey, this is Collins Keith, podcast writer for The Plainsman. If you like this podcast and would like to support the organization and our team, you can visit our website at theplainsman.com and click on the button in the upper right-hand corner that says Donate. You'll be supporting over 127 years of local, editorially independent journalism right here at Auburn. Thank you so much in advance, and now back to the show. The Indian Pines Golf Course. Apparently they're having to remodel it. Why is that? Yeah, so the Federal Aviation Administration is requiring the Auburn University Regional Airport to Mm -hmm. add a safety runway, so they're going to have to extend the runway that they have. Um, for emergencies, and then this would cut through Country Club Road and then into Indian Pines Golf Club. Mm-hmm. Basically, they decided since it's going to take away six holes, then they might as well just reconfigure the whole golf course. Okay. Um, yeah. So what's the, like the estimated cost of this going to be? Because that feels like a pretty hefty uh, project to be done. Yeah, so overall the whole project is going to be $6.8 million. Mm-hmm. Um, they're being provided $2 million from the state and from the FAA in order to do this project. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going to be left with about $4.8 million in deficit. Mm. And who is going to be paying for the rest of that? Yeah, so the city of Auburn and the city of Opelika, since Country Club Road and the golf club course, um, mm-hmm. they are owned by both Auburn and Opelika. They are both will be paying, and then there's going to be other government administrations like AO Tourism, it will also be funding and providing money towards a new golf course. Okay. So Indian Pines, uh, you said it is jointly owned by the city of Auburn and the city of Opelika. I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, is right. that the only golf course that we have in the area? Um, we have other golf courses, but mm-hmm. this one is the only public golf course. So um, you don't have to be a part of a country club or be a member to golf there, which yeah. is really great so that Um, normal individuals, not normal individuals, but, you know, people that don't want to pay that fee, a monthly fee to be Or people who may not have, like, access to something like that. Like, they don't have, like, they don't want to pay the money, or they can't pay the money to do that. They can still just go and play golf. Yeah, you might not be able to afford the monthly dues that you would have to. So if you Mm -hmm. just want to go out and golf um, and just decide that, then you can Mm -hmm. do that at Indian Pines. How how has Indian Pines in the past uh, been doing? Like, has it seen a lot of growth or, like, a, a lot of use? Oh, yeah. One of the board members for Indian Pines Golf Club, um, he came up and spoke and said that even during the pandemic, um, it's just, it's had a growth, a big growth, um, I think, because it's an outdoor activity. A lot more people can do it. You're spread out. Um, and a lot of people in this town golf. I think he's seen about 52,000 in the year 22, 2022. Wow. Um, and I think even before then, they were up uh, shooting around 40,000 rounds. Mm. Yeah, so so a lot of good use then. Yeah. Um, 
but now uh, they're gonna be changing it in a lot of ways. Maybe maybe that's gonna be you know overall for the best. Uh, look positive. Maybe it'll be a lot of good holes. Yeah, I'm I not think really it's... a golfer, but <laughs> I want to be. I golf a little bit, mm. but I'm not good at it. Have you ever so. been to Indian Pines? No, I've never been there. Mm. Do you still have an opportunity? When is this going to? Um, when is it gonna be closed? It'll close at the end of the year, so okay. people have some time to get out there. Um, right. If I could get some clubs and get out there, then I could, I'll try. Awesome. Um, but yeah. Do some reporting on the field. <laughs> yeah, I could report outside from, from here at Indian Pines. <laughs> <laughs> so what else of importance, Caroline, happened at the meeting? Um, so as usual, city council members kind of provide their own updates um, during their communications part of the council meeting. Um, and Bob Parsons was providing kind of an update on the um, public art and mural study group that they that we had talked about that they formed at the previous meeting. Um, and he was just saying that they've been doing a lot of research, gathering documents, just, yeah, kind of giving an overall update and what they're going to mm-hmm. kind of plan to do. Right. So what um, what kind of things are they considering and like for like figuring out what they're going to do about this whole huge problem of a mural. Yeah, so they're looking at what other cities are doing, um, and then they're going to hold some meetings that people can see, come and um, join and listen in from, I think, starting in March until May. Um, And he was able to provide all the dates and times for that. So I don't think they know exactly what they're going to do yet, um, but people can find that out if they go to the meetings. Okay. So there's also um, an update regarding the soccer complex that is being built yes it is um they've already discussed this um it's been on other agendas and ordinances that they've talked about in previous meetings Mm -hmm. um but this is just to um talk about the independent company that they're having in that's going to come in and test um, the materials that they're using for building the soccer complex like steel and concrete and such what what's important about that why was that brought up in the meeting um, so Kelly Griswold um, brought that up, I think, just because it's not um, a common thing for them to have an independent person come in and work on their projects that they're having. Um, so I think he just wanted to clarify what was going on and so the public knows what's going on and not that there's these random companies coming in and working on projects that they haven't going on. Uh, is, is that pretty much it or is there anything else? Yeah, just that they had a little bit of a mention of the city council time being moved. Mm. A gentleman spoke on this earlier in the communications of citizens agenda, so he can come up and talk about whatever he sees on the agenda that he wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see him there all the time. He's pretty frequents the meetings pretty often. Yeah. Um, and he was just expressing that maybe we shouldn't change the time mm. to an hour earlier, maybe okay. less than the time. Right. So they wanted to change it uh, to start having all of the city council meetings an hour earlier. Yeah, so it's 6 instead of 7, which is the mm. normal time now. Okay. Why did he not want it changed? Or why did, I guess before we answer that, why did the city council want to change it? Um, I think they think that 7 p.m. is a little too late. You know, sometimes with people coming up and having issues with things, like even with the redistricting thing, like meetings can go on for hours. Um, Mm. So moving it to 6 p.m. would allow people to get home sooner, have dinner with their family, um, Mm. and they're not out that late on a Tuesday if they need to have something to do tomorrow. Yeah, Tuesday doesn't feel like the greatest day to stay out really late. Right. (laughs) 
so I guess in in your experience, um, what do you, what do you see about people who are coming to these meetings? Do people generally show up later than the time, or do they? Or I guess what what do you think about the meeting? Because like for me, it feels like seven p.m. feels like a little bit of an awkward time. That's like mm-hmm. dinner time in yeah. in my mind. That's like the, the little hour that I try to do that. But are there a lot of people who are coming to the meetings or some people like leaving early in meetings or how is it, how is it going? Oftentimes if you're like me and you're kind of there to report and mm-hmm. you're used to the dealings of the city council, you get there pretty much before even committee of the whole starts. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are people that come in exactly at seven because um, I don't think that they know that there's like a whole other separate meeting that starts mm-hmm. before seven. Um, so they have police officers that kind of like say like hold on and then wait to bring them in and even um uh, I think it was Greg Cantini was the guy that came up and spoke um he was saying you know people are coming in late and they're apologizing because they feel bad they feel like they're interrupting the meeting because mm-hmm. oftentimes it's pretty quiet in there and yeah. you feel like you know you're being disruptive mm. but yeah even I've been late a few times like I've messed up the time and I've yeah. had to wait out in the hall and so I guess has your experience been, as far as you know, fairly like analogous to what the citizens are experiencing and how they feel about it? Yeah, I wouldn't say it was enough people that are coming in later mm-hmm. to kind of make the argument that it would kind of isolate those people from coming. Mm-hmm. There are those people that do work late and it definitely would benefit them if they really wanted to come. Um, but, you know, they have as Beth Witten pointed out, they have them live streamed. So you're not in person um, and you don't get the same feel, but you kind of still know what's going on and you can figure out what they're talking about. Right. You can still keep up to date or alternatively, you can listen to us. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Uh, Well, all right then. I believe that covers it. Yeah, I think that's all. Awesome. Well, great job as always. Um, From the Auburn Plainsman, this has been Public Hearing. I'm Trice Brown. I'm Carolyn Craig. And we'll see you after spring break. Fun.